Hello and welcome to the Fertility and Femtech podcast, brought to you by Zonas, where we aim to educate you on all taboo topics in women's health. You can learn more on our YouTube channel or at yourzonas.com. Hello everyone, I am Dr. Ravina, NHS doctor specialised in women's health and I'd like to welcome you to this dedicated channel for women's health. We like to encourage an open conversation providing evidence-based information so that we can dispel all myths to do with women's health and break all taboo topics. Today we'll be discussing the red flag symptoms of women's cancers. This is one episode in the series of episodes to do with cancer. This month is Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month. So not only are we talking about ovarian cancer, but also endometrial cancer, cervical cancer, as well as breast cancer, how to check your breasts. So today I'd like to sum up all the key symptoms that I'd like you and all the women around you to be aware of so you know when to come for help. If you'd like to learn more about women's health, check out our ebook, which is in the link below, which is completely free. And you can also check out our podcast on fertility and femtech if you're on the go and wanna learn a little bit more. So let's dive straight in. So the key cancers I'd like to talk about today are ovarian cancer, endometrial cancer, cervical cancer, vulval and vaginal cancer. So in this video, we'll be discussing the key facts of each cancer, as well as the key symptoms to be aware of for each of these cancers. I want to make sure that women are aware of the red flags so that they know when to present to a doctor. Now with these cancers, they affect women in general, but each of these cancers affect women at different points in their life. So we have cervical cancer symptoms that women in their younger years should be aware of. And then we have endometrial cancer, which is for women who are generally postmenopausal. And then we also have vulval cancer and vaginal cancer that affects women towards the end part of their life. So our aim is to educate women, whatever age that they are. So if you have sisters, girlfriends, mothers, grandmothers, aunties, or any women that are close to you or identify as women, then please do share this video with them because we need to disseminate evidence-based information. If you have any questions or any comments that you'd like to add, please add them in the comments below or feel free to private message me on Instagram at dr.ravina. So ovarian cancer is related to family history. So if someone in your family has had ovarian cancer, then it's important that you do get checked for this and you are aware of the symptoms. Ovarian cancer is associated with a genetic mutation known as the BRCA mutation, BRCA, and there's BRCA1 and 2. And this is a very strong genetic mutation that is associated not only with ovarian cancer, but also with breast cancer. There are a lot of celebrities that have actually increased the publicity of BRCA, specifically Angelina Jolie, who famously um, had a mastectomy as she was at risk of breast cancer. Ovarian cancer affects women typically over age 50, but even if you have a family history, it is important that you're aware of that risk before 50. Now, some of the symptoms with ovarian cancer aren't that obvious, and that's why ovarian cancer is usually spotted at quite a late stage in the disease progression, and it can be quite hard to treat. So ovarian cancer, the key symptoms that I remember them as are A, B, C, D symptoms. So A is abdominal pain, B 
B is bloating. So if you notice your tummy is looking a little bit bigger than it has before and it's not affected by what you're eating or having lots of food or drinking lots of water. And there's actually no reason why it's bloated, but it's something that's occurred quite quickly. That's a red flag. C is constipation, but within the constipation is changes in your not only your bowel habits, but also your urinary habits. So do you have um, a change in your bowel habits where you're either constipated or have um, loose stools, so you have diarrhea? Have you got any change in your urination? So key changes in your urination would be going more often, going at night, going to the toilet, but when you sit on the toilet, there's a little bit of hesitancy hesitancy, and the urine's not coming, or you've finished urinating, but actually you feel like you need to go again. So they're the key symptoms, also pain on urination. So that's C. D is dietary changes. So do you feel as though you're not as hungry as you normally are? Do you have a loss of appetite? These are quite vague symptoms, to be honest with you, and that's why ovarian cancer is so hard to pick up but I really want to stress those four symptoms. And if you experience any of those four, then you need to talk to your doctor because we'd like to do a blood test on you called the CA125. We then also send you potentially for a scan if the CA125 is high. And that scan would be a transvaginal ultrasound so we can have a closer look at the ovaries. We then use a calculation, which I can put down below. And that basically tells us if you're at high risk of getting ovarian cancer, depending on whether you're postmenopausal, premenopausal, as well as what we found in the blood test and the scan. I'd now like to move on to endometrial cancer. Now, endometrial cancer, also cancer of the womb or uterine cancer, affects women over the age of 40. And this is generally postmenopausal women. There's very good survival, and 70 out of 100 women will survive more than 10 years from their diagnosis, which is actually very good in terms of statistics for cancer. Key symptoms to be aware of for endometrial cancer are postmenopausal bleeding, bleeding in between your periods, bleeding after sex, having a mass that you feel it in your tummy, which feels a bit unusual, and any pain in your pelvis. The key investigations we would do would be a transvaginal ultrasound scan, and we'd also potentially do a biopsy if there was anything abnormal. Let's move on to cervical cancer. What are the key symptoms you need to know about for cervical cancer? Well, cervical cancer affects the young. It affects young women. And the symptoms you need to be aware of are bleeding in, in between your periods, bleeding after sex, any abnormal vaginal discharge, and also any pain either um, in between your periods or after having sexual intercourse. Cervical cancer is one of the biggest cancers and it affects one in 10 women worldwide. So that's a huge amount if you look at all the women in the world. Cervical cancer really needs some prevention. And the way you can prevent it is by going for your cervical smear. You can get your two doses of your HPV vaccination, which is offered at age 13 and 14 in the UK. And it's also really important that you use condoms. HPV is spread by skin-to-skin -skin contact. It's spread by sharing sex toys. And so by using a barrier contraception like condoms, you can prevent that transmission of HPV. And we know HPV is one of the biggest risk factors associated with cervical cancer. By implementing the vaccine, condoms, and going for your cervical smear, we can help prevent 90% of cervical cancers. The risk factors associated with cervical cancer are having a high number of sexual partners, 
having your first episode of sexual intercourse at a younger age, not using condoms, and also if there's risk of your partner having HPV. We diagnose this with a biopsy of your cervix. The main issue with cervical cancer is that it's picked up too late. And so the rate of death is very high with cervical cancer. The average age of death is around 59 of cervical cancer. So that's why it's important to keep yourself protected. When you get called for your cervical smear, please do go. If you want to know more about what the cervical smear is and what happens at your appointment, I've got a video that I've already done for you to look at after this video. So let's talk about vulval cancer and vaginal cancer. I'm gonna talk about these cancers together because they present similarly and it's quite hard to distinguish between the two when you are examining someone without a biopsy. So the key symptoms are a mass in the vagina and I'm gonna put a diagram of what the vulva looks like and so if you notice any changes to this area, so change in the skin, any masses, any new um, itchiness, any bleeding, any ulceration to the lips of the vulva, any redness, then these are all key signs that you need to be aware of for vulval and vaginal cancer. Vulval cancer is very rare and it makes up less than 1% of all the cancers. Typically, a GP may see possibly one case of vulval cancer in a seven year period. And that just shows how rare it is. It is important that if you do have grandmothers or mothers or people that are a little bit older, they may notice some change to their vulva. And it's not something that women will voluntarily tell you about. So you do need to ask this. So please do ask your grandmother if she's noticed any changes down below. It's very common in elderly women. And this is because there's a lot of dryness down below and the tissue is very vulnerable and very delicate. Many women have a chronic disease called lichen sclerosis. And this is where you get a loss of the architecture of the vagina and the vulva and it's quite itchy and it's quite painful down below. It can also cause painful sex. This is one of the key diseases that can increase your risk of getting vulval cancer. We diagnose any vulval or vaginal cancer with a biopsy. So if you have any of these symptoms, talk to your doctor so that we can refer you to get that scan and get those investigations done. So that concludes today's episode on red flag symptoms to be aware of to identify women's cancers. If you have any worries or have any questions that you'd like answering, please do let us know in the comments below. Your comments can help other women to identify their own symptoms. Of course, share this with your loved ones so that we can educate the female population as much as possible with evidence-based. Until next time, all the best. Take care, bye.